Today on Locked On Rockies, well, sounds like the Rockies might not be done in free agency looking for a left-handed hitting outfielder. Is that going to further jam things up? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 10th day of January in the year 2024. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You are in the right spot. We are. Do that each and every day here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. You can find us on your favorite streaming service. You can find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription, your comments, your liking the video is the best way to help the show grow. Seriously, folks, uh, I'm not kidding. That is uh, really one of the best ways to help the show grow. One of the best ways to interact with the show. If you are uh, want to fire off some Rockies hot takes, you want to let me know what's on your mind, that is the way to do it. You can be like a longtime commenter here. Uh, Tracy uh, 635 says, I like the Hudson signing. Why not take a flyer on a once top pitching prospect? The stalling signing makes zero sense. Why add a defensive challenge to older catcher who hits under 190 when you had servant? If they wanted to change at the backup catcher, why didn't they just claim Donnie Sands off waivers from the Tigers? Sands was a top catching prospect. Man, Tracy knows all sorts of stuff. Sandy Sands was a top catching prospect for the Phillies when he was traded to the Tigers last season. He could have easily backed up Diaz and has options left. Ultimately, he went unclaimed and returned to Detroit at their AAA team. Bud Black continues to prioritize veterans over the young players. Hunter Goodman needs a spot. Can he catch? See, uh, that that comment actually is going to fit in very well with our our, our question today. According to uh, Thomas Harding, uh, the Rockies are looking for a left-handed hitting outfielder here that can play all three positions. And uh, MLB Trade Rumors listed some possible uh, names. We'll go through that. And uh, I'll ask, Is we wanted the Rockies to do something, but is adding another outfielder the where the Rockies want to go with this? Where the Rockies want to go... Uh, where the Rockies want to go uh, in the future. Because, like we talked about on Monday, it could be a depth piece, but when it's outfield, especially in this situation, you're further complicating these prospects that need playing time. And really in 2024, it's we kind of got to get, we kind of got to know and see what we are getting from these guys. And I think that adding on another bat could potentially get in the way. But we'll dive into some of the names that MLB Trade Rumors listed, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Before we dive into everything today, got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. I believe, actually, that's updated to just any $5 bet, and you're going to get that $150 in bonus bets. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, so... According to uh, Thomas Harding, the uh, Rocks are looking for a depth outfielder, someone who can uh, handle all three positions while hitting from the left side of the dish. And uh, here are some uh, here's here's what MLB Trade Rumors uh, has to say about uh, about this decision here. As things stand, the Rockies have a largely right-handed outfield mix. Left fielder Nolan Jones bats left-handed, but each of Bretton Doyle, Sean Bouchard, and Hunter Goodman is right-handed, as are the bulk of the team's upper minors options, with the notable exceptions of top organizational prospects Zach Veen and Yankeel Fernandez, though both are likely more than a year from the majors still. Maybe, we'll see. 
Colorado re-signed franchise stalwart Charlie Blackman early in the offseason, but he's expected to reprise his role as the team's primary designated hitter in 2024. Uh, adding some outfield depth from the left side makes a good bit of sense then, although the free agent market is pretty light. It would be a shock to see the Rockies spend at the level necessary to sign Cody Bellinger. It's not going to happen. And the options behind him aren't necessarily plentiful. Joey Gallo would make an interesting upside play at Coors Field, but his production has been in a free fall since 2021. Travis Jankowski and old friends Rymel Tapia and Rafael Ortega could make sense, with the latter two in particular likely to be available on minor league contracts. Um... None of these names excite me. None of these names, and, and I get it. You want to get another left-handed bat. Makes sense. And and mix up the handedness, mix up a little bit, a right-handed heavy lineup. I get that. But again, in the vacuum of 2024, what is the what is the point of bringing, on, bringing back Rymel Tapia versus figuring out a way for uh, to, to find more playing time for Hunter Goodman and Michael Tolia. And I know these guys don't necessarily play center field or left field. I mean, that they, they could play the corner infields. I'm pretty confident that anybody in the Rockies rotation for right field could also play a couple of games in left. It's not going to be their everyday starting position over there in left. But if the Rockies need someone to play some left field, I'm pretty sure that that Hunter Goodman and, and such could could and Michael Tolia could play left field. Are they going to excel? Are they going to succeed? Are they going to be great? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, that, that's not really what their their primary focus is, but it gets them in the game. And as Tracy said at the top of our, uh, with, with the comment at the top is, if they bring in one of these veteran bats, if they bring in a free agent, what's the expectation for them? Is, is their role coming into this knowing that they are the bench guy? And in situations when it comes to pinch hitting, late games at, uh, late game substitutions for at-bats, uh, filling in for people with, with injury, who gets the priority? Who gets the priority there if you bring in Joey Gallo or bring back Rymel Tapia? Who gets the priority when it comes to getting at-bats? I mean, especially Bud Black. Bud Black can't be sitting there and saying, let's bring Rymel Tapia back. There's just no way. And if he, and if he is, then it might be an interesting thing to, 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 to go forth and, and maybe use the speed. Maybe you want that. I know the focus is depth here. But the Rockies have a lot of depth pieces that they got to figure out what they're going to do with. And they got to find a way to get these guys on the field. Adding another veteran depth piece there for the outfield just makes it harder for Montero, Tolia, and Goodman to get playing time. Not to mention Sean Bouchard, who's still trying to, who's going to be figuring out his role as well. And you're like, well, Michael, those guys, the, 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 I mean, they've gotten their shot. They've, they've had it, but we've seen a million times, and we saw it all the first half of last season. The Rockies do love to put veteran guys above and in front of their young guys. And this year especially, there's just really no point in it. I mean, every depth is good. I will say that. You know what? You, you really, if the Rockies do make a move, they do find an outfielder they like, they do bring somebody in, you can't necessarily be opposed to adding depth to your team because guess what? Spring training's coming. Someone's going to get hurt. That's just how it goes. And, and you hate to root for that. Or you don't root for that. I'm sorry. That's not the way to phrase that. You're not focused on that, 
But that's just kind of, that's that's the thing in the back of your head that you have to keep in mind. Injuries do happen. They happen in the spring. They happen in the summer. They happen in the fall. So you do need to have the necessary depth. But listen to those names. Would any of those names really make you more excited than seeing if one of these guys can play a little more left? Seeing if you can figure out how to figure out more of these players. And I mentioned Montero in that list of players. He's not going to play the outfield anytime soon. But if you take away the outfield spot, you take away another spot that Montero could fill, that, that, that someone could go fill in, and then Montero would play first. I, I think the depth for the outfield is mostly set up. If the idea of bringing in this guy is not, mo- you know, not much playing time, and the priority and the emphasis and the focus is on the young guys and the log jam that you already have at first base and right field, then okay, that's fine. And like I said, vers- the versatility is what they're looking for, a left-handed hitting outfielder that can play all three positions. I mean, that that's how they're going to get in the lineup. Some, it's going to be an off day for Nolan Jones. They play left. It's going to be an off day for Brenton Doyle. They play center, yada, yada, yada. But my point is I would rather see the Rockies figure out a way to get the prospects that they called up last year and the prospects that they believed in more playing time versus some of these names. And and I'll dive into deeper on that because only one of the names really listed by MLB trade rumors, not the ones they talked about acquiring uh, uh, via trade. Um, they, they do listen, uh, list some, but listen to the numbers on some of these players and, and tell me if they're, doing enough as a depth piece to make you excited. I think there might be one name when I look at the numbers that I'd be excited about by. Let's talk about that uh, Come uh, coming up here in segment number two. But before we do that, though, got to tell you about the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapped up, but don't worry. America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel's got you covered all postseason long right now new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet that's right said at the top your team's got to win uh-uh only placing that five dollar bet that's when you're going to get the 150 bucks in bonus bets when you visit fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on for that great bonus bets offer the app it's super easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet like live same game parlays you can find bets in the new Explore tab or make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. I love parlaying things together. It's one of the most uh, fun things that I, I I think in betting just that it's, you know, it's risky, but payouts a little bit more. You can check out all the, uh, the popular parlays or build one yourself all in the FanDuel app. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, and introduce myself on the top. I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire, been following this team my entire life, been bringing you Rockies baseball coverage here on the Locked On Podcast Network for over 500 episodes and three seasons now. 
Uh, hey, I'm not the only one talking sports on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, and while you're on YouTube, subscribe to the Locked On Rockies podcast. Really, really helps. Okay. So we're talking about the Rockies looking for a depth outfielder, and it's kind of in two ways. Depth, good. It's probably going to be a low-level, low-risk, low-commitment uh, signing for the Rockies. Maybe even be, get some minor league deals out of it, out of some of these players. But I am, again, worried about this team blocking its prospects and blocking the opportunities for some of these guys to play because I, I, I can't say it enough. This season is about seeing what the prospects are and then use your budget to buy in and build around them. If the Rockies do have a nice crop of young, exciting players that are really going to handle that take steps forward in their sophomore year, then the Rockies are showing that they are have a, have a core team that is taking steps forward, that is getting better, that is becoming better ball players. Then it opens up the opportunity for them to spend and build around them. But right now, they need to know who the young guys are and who the young guys that fill that depth role are. That's what I want to see this year. Because here are the names that uh, trade rumors uh, talk about the Rockies that could go sign. And, and I'm not talking about trades. Well, we, we can go in and dive in on some uh, some trades another time and maybe, uh, maybe do this. But that's not my focus here. The names that uh, MLB trade rumors uh, lists here as possible interesting left-handed outfielders for the Rockies include Joey Gallo, Travis Janikowski, Rymel Tapia, and uh, Rafael Ortega. They also list Cody Bellinger, but I'm not even going to humor it. <laughs> I, I, we know. We know he's not coming here. We know he's not going to bounce back. We know he's not going to uh, to uh, to make an impact here on uh, or, or sign with the Rockies. We know that's not going to happen. Way too good of a year last year. Way too impactful of a player. Uh, and I don't think the Rockies are going to open up that money. I mean, if you open it, if you sign Cody Bellinger, you better be trading away some of these guys because Cody Bellinger is a guy that is, you don't sign Cody Bellinger and say, you're a depth piece. You sign Cody Bellinger because you're going to start him. Okay, so some of the other names that were listed, Travis Janikowski, Rymel Tapia, Rafael Ortega, and uh, Nick Gordon and Joey Gallo. Also, Jake Cave were uh, names listed here for the Rockies. I don't, where did we get? Where did I get those other ones? I don't know where those other ones came from. Actually, why did I click on those? Were those? <laughs> I'm sorry, I completely got. I don't know where Jake Cave uh, came from. And same with uh, that if, with Nick Gordon there for uh, for in this piece. But anyway. Uh, there's only one name that really sticks out there, and it's Travis Janikowski. He's the only person out of that list of names that finishes with a war above one and a war that – and he's the only one that – I guess a couple of people have above one war, but but just by a little. Uh, uh, Travis Janikowski last year, 247 at-bats, had one home run. Uh, his batting line, 263, 357. 332 uh, and 689 for the OPS plus of 90. So if that's what you're looking for, 30 RBI, 19 stolen bases for, for Janikowski this year, that's the type of guy you want to bring in. 
That's the type of guy that would be really interesting in terms of uh, of a depth piece that that actually could come in and make an impact, especially 19 stolen bases. Remember, the Rockies only had three players last year to finish with double-digit stolen bases. If you're, you know how excited I would be if the Rockies can add another speedster. Uh, but when you compare Jan- Jankowski, I'm sorry, I, I, I keep putting an A there. Jankowski, there's no A there, just Jankowski. Uh, 32 years old there for him, going to turn 33 here by the time, uh, by the middle of the season. World Series champion with the Rangers last year. When you're looking at his numbers, you're like, all right, I'm all right with that. I can be all right with that. Career 3.9 war guy, uh, career batting line at 243, 327, 314, 641 OPS. You have to imagine a little course field bump could help that. Uh, maybe that might be the, and again, outfielder plays all the position, bats left and, and throws right. I don't think the Rockies would consider, uh, uh, I don't think the Rockies are going to reunite with a Rymel Tapia, especially when Tapia has just continued to never not blossom. I mean, he's been able to, to, to hang and go up and down in the minors for a bit, but he's been finding a few different types of teams and, and, and find different types of areas. But the, to me, why go? Why re-go through the Rymel Tapia experience? Especially last year, 236 batting average, 317 OBP, a slugging of 338, and an OPS of 655. OPS plus of 79, 13 RBI. He did hit three home runs, which is great. Uh, scored 28 times and stole 10 bases. Again, I, I just don't necessarily sit there and think that this... Uh, I, I, uh, Rymel Tapia was, one of the mo- was a fun guy to watch. I just don't think I would rather watch Rymel Tapia play than Hunter Goodman, than Michael Tolia, than uh, Sean Bouchard. I'd rather still see those young guys there. Same with another guy the Rockies could could reunite with, Rafael Ortega. Last year, uh, 114 at-bats, 219 batting average with a home run, 8 RBI, 6 stolen bases, an OBP of 341, a slugging of 272, an OPS of 613, OPS plus of 73, 8 RBI, I mean that's fine i guess <laughs> you know that's again would be a low risk buy low level buy it, it wouldn't it wouldn't move too too much but i, I i'm not excited by that let's go to nick gordon here minus 0.2 war uh to last year 176 batting average two home run seven rbi an obp of 185 a slugging of 319 an ops of 503 an ops plus of 35 that's just that's not good enough that's not good enough to be, and and, and that's uh, outside of the career norm of Nick Gordon, who has had success before and certainly could bounce back. But again, not moving the needle enough for me to be more excited than young Rockies players. And finally, a, a player that I actually still, this one is another one that would be interesting because I, I thought this last year, I thought this still could be interesting. If you could get Joey Gallo for a simple deal, he could be someone that could benefit from 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 that course field uh that that course field atmosphere. I don't know how much you uh he's he's got two gold gloves in his back pocket. I can't remember uh if those were for uh outfield or for infield, but that's a name that you sit there and that's got some that's you know that he's got some thump. 21 home runs. If, 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 another situation just like Jankowski here where if the Rockies got another 20 home run hitter You'd be really excited, especially by that depth piece here. 282 at-bats for Gallo, 21 home runs, 40 RBI, 
an OBP of 301, slugging 440, an OPS of 741, and an OPS plus of 101. That's the type of depth piece I'd be looking for. That's the type of person that you're going to look there, look at and say, hey, they can contribute to the Rockies, and if they bounce back, they can. They still have time to 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 go and and, and figure things out. And here's kind of the crazy. If you want to really, you know, follow the lines, what if Joey? What if Joey Gallo does come to the Rockies, and what if Joey Gallo thrives as an offensive player? Something we haven't seen him do in a bit. Something we haven't seen in a while. But Charlie Blackman's leaving next year. The DH position is going to be open. Are you already planning on sliding Chris Bryant into that DH role? Is that already going to be the plan for KB? Or are you focusing on first base? In which case, if you have Joey Gallo on your lineup or on your roster and he shows that he's he's been successful, would, you, would it be crazy to run Joey Gallo as a DH if he's able to get bounce back offensively? Because mind you, he still has his struggles here. Uh, he still he only in 282 at bats. He only batted 177. So you are definitely getting with uh, with Gallo a a guy that is gonna get out a lot. A guy that's gonna strike out a lot. Uh, let's see, 142 strikeouts in 2023. 163 strikeouts in 2022. When he was an All Star in 2021. Uh, also winning the gold glove, he struck out 213 times, but also walked. But that's not true. He did not walk 111 times. What? That's crazy. That is wild. See, I mean, that's that's that can be the difference maker there. That can be something that's interesting, especially when you're looking at depth piece. But but I don't think you can count. You can't have your DH bat sub 200. That, that just can't work, at least at least in my in my philosophy. So there are some names that could be interesting, and out of the ones that uh, MLB Trade Rumors listed, Travis Jankowski and Joey Gallo would be really interesting. Jankowski could be someone that, that really could be interesting for the Rockies, uh, someone that can get on base a little bit more, someone a little bit uh, a higher batting average with that stolen base threat. But if the Rockies go out and they do add a Joey Gallo, that's the type of veteran piece that uh, I wouldn't be opposed of. And when you look at at his usage, he's not going to be expected to be in the lineup every day. He just makes for a really interesting uh, way to, to, to add a little. Joey Gallo can hit bombs. We know that. Joey Gallo has had success in his career as an offensive player. So if the, if the Rockies take a flyer, want to bring him in, and he understands his role, that'd be interesting because say you want to play Charlie Blatt, you know, Say you got Charlie and Wright and you got Chris Bryant playing and maybe Montero Tanafte. Like there might be some opportunities for for uh the Rockies to create a situation where Gallo can get some DHing in next year. That one would be interesting. I, I I would I I can sit there and safely say I would be interested if the Rockies signed Joey Gallo. To the right type of deal, nothing too expensive, nothing, nothing too long-term commitment, but could be interesting. Could be fun. I mean, if if Joey Gallo comes and he strikes out a bunch, but he also hits you 30 home runs this year in, in 250 plate appearances, that would be massive. I mean, or even 20, mid-20s home runs. The Rockies need home run hitters. So kind of with two of those names, Travis Jankowski and Joey Gallo, you're kind of getting two different types of hitters there. But both of them could, could fit in as a nice depth piece there. But the cloud above it all, 
Not enough playing time, not enough positions for everybody. So if the Rockies do make these depth moves and they do end up wanting to play those depth moves, you're going to have to, again, make decisions about your roster as constructed. All right, uh, I wanted to finish off today's episode with just a, just a message for you all to go to Rockies Fest. Go to Rockies Fan Fest. Go enjoy. Just I, be frustrated. I get that. But, like, if you're if you truly, you, you Rockies fans out there, the ones that, that are everydayers, go out and, and, and have a fun Rockies day. And I'll talk more about that coming up here in segment number three. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes Jace Medical. If you need to make sure that you got a good supply of antibiotics like amoxicillin right now, especially in the midst of a crazy flu season, Jace Medical has you covered. Uh, the Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinitis, skin infections, among others. This is stuff that really can happen to any of us. And so we want you to be prepared, especially Jace Medical wants you to be prepared. Uh, visit jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. Let me just say that again. You're going to get your, your uh, encounter will be reviewed by a board certified physician and those medications are being dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. When you, you go to jacemedical.com and use the promo code Locked On, you're going to get $20 off your order. That's right, $20 off your order today when you go to jacemedical.com and use the promo code Locked On. jacemedical.com, promo code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Be prepared for what life throws at you with Jace Medical and the Jace Case. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know your comments. Let me know your thoughts when it comes to the Rockies. Let me know what's on your mind and uh, your subscription to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel is the easiest way to help the show grow. Really, really do appreciate it. Hey, folks, don't forget to Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, uh, coming up on Friday, we're going to do a fun episode here. It's it's a little tradition. It's a little weird for this is a this is a, a weird one for for the the average audience, I know. But I will be doing my off-season Rockies players as Mario baseball characters coming up on Friday where I'm going to take some Rockies players past present uh, and we're going to compare them to players in Mario Superstar Baseball for the Nintendo GameCube. Why are we doing that? Because I love Mario Superstar Baseball. I'm a member, a big member of the online Mario Baseball scene, and I think it's fun. It's the offseason. It's Friday. It's going to be a fun episode. So if you play Mario Baseball, even Mario Sluggers, if you got some people on your mind, let me know in the comments. Let me know who you think uh, should make the Rockies Mario Baseball roster. I wanted to finish the show today by telling you, the Rockies fan, to go to Rockies Fest. This is an event that hasn't existed for a bit. This is an, this is an event that that's come back. It's an event that, unfortunately, I missed out on growing up all the time, and it's something that I would have loved to do. Why? It's just go enjoy 
This goes back to an episode I had a little bit ago. This is an opportunity for you to just go and enjoy being a Rockies fan. Take everything. Take the grain of salt. Take, you know, oh, you're paying more money than mom first. Blah, 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 blah. That's fine. If you want to say all that stuff, I get it. But if you love Rockies baseball, if you want an opportunity to meet some of your favorite Rockies and probably your last, your last opportunity, one of your last opportunities to meet Charlie Blackman, you should go. It, it, it's 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 15 bucks if you don't have season tickets. It's five if you do. You get to go and uh, and, and hang out with a bunch of Rockies, and, and including some some really big names. I mean, KB's going to be there. Kyle Freeland's going to be there. Not to mention a whole bunch of the young guys are going to be there. Rymac's going to be there. Justin Lawrence is going to be there. Austin Gomber. I mean, this is an opportunity for you to really go out and meet and get a chance to to, to hang out with a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of Rockies players. You get to see the uh, the the whole stadium. You get to see what's going on with that Rockies family feud. You get to go to Q and A. I, I wasn't paid to say any of this. There's no sponsorship or anything from the Rockies. I just think these events are really cool opportunities for fans to to go and check out and and simple fun ways to just learn a little bit more about the Rockies. So why not? Go get an autograph. Go. Personally, I really like tours. I really like getting to see the behind the scenes stuff. I would really like to go and get to see uh, all sorts of. Uh, I, I love get. I would love to see the clubhouses. I'd love to see more how those work. I just think it's so fascinating. All that goes into a, a giant stadium. I mean, there's so much going on in Coors Field all the time. Even when games are going on, it's versus just the field, the the, the product on the field. That's really, really interesting to me. So I just wanted to, to remind you, Rockies Fest is coming up. It's something that, uh, that that you should go and check out. It's at the end of the month uh, on the 27th. And, uh, you know, you, you benefit the Colorado Rockies Foundation. You got a chance to go get some uh, some sweet uh, sweet gear. You got some sweet gear that you could go and check out. I, I just think that this is a fun – it's just a fun thing to have. It's a fun way to get – to really start building some energy – and you know what? It might it might make you feel a little bit more excited about the Rocks when you get to go and meet some of these guys and talk to them face-to-face. That's just my little pitch for you. Unfortunately, I can't make it, but hey, maybe you can. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us here for another episode of Locked on Rockies. Like I said, coming up on Friday, it's the Rockies Mario Baseball event of the offseason. Going to be taking Rockies players, comparing them to Mario Baseball players. And uh, would love to know if you have any Mario Baseball favorites that you want to see Rockyfied. Uh, let me know. And also, please, your your subscription, your likes, your uh, views on the video, all that stuff certainly do help. Check us out on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Check us out on your favorite streaming services. And uh, for your second listen, why not go check out Locked on MLB? Or if you need more Colorado sports coverage, Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs podcast. Got you covered. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.